Hi, everybody, and welcome to a bonus episode of the Shine a Light podcast. My name is Megan Landry. I do feel like I forget to say my name in a lot of the interviews coming up. So I wanted to do an episode on how to find a therapist. And rather than interviewing someone about this, I thought I would just talk about it. Um, As I do with a lot of episodes, I will give a disclosure that I am certainly no expert, nor am I a doctor. Um, However, I have had experience in therapy and have family members and friends in therapy, and I um, have done some research on it. So I just think that this is something I wanted to share because the topic of therapy comes up in nearly every interview that I've done so far. And I think one of the things that I've noticed with people around me is when talking about therapy, so many people have said, I don't even know where to find one or how to start. And there was a time in my life where I felt that way too. And um, I am in therapy and have found a good therapist and just want to share kind of how to go about doing that. So um, I'm going to weave in some of my personal story in here just because I feel like it's important to share uh, my experience and can kind of show the different ways that I've handled this um, in different times of my life. So I am going to share that. Uh, I want to start with why you might need therapy. Now, <laughs> I firmly believe that almost every human being on this planet needs therapy, but here are some reasons that you may need to go to therapy. It could be as simple as you just need to talk to somebody. This world is crazy that we're living in and life comes at us fast and it's really difficult to process some of the things that happen in our life and just having somebody else to talk to about it who is an expert and who will keep it confidential because they have to by law, uh, unless you're in danger of yourself or others, is very helpful. I mean, think about like when you're not feeling so great and you're kind of dealing with a lot of emotions and feelings and you're stressed out. And typically, I think most of us talk to a friend or even like at work, when I talk to the girls at work at lunchtime, I always just feel better. So imagine that you're talking to somebody who's a professional who's been doing this for years and can really work through those feelings with you. It's like really the best solution. So that's really the simple way. Um, Other things that like you may need to go to therapy for or if you're dealing with a really difficult situation or a trauma um, in your life. So if you're grieving, if you any major life change that can be very overwhelming is a good reason to go talk to a therapist. If you're having issues within your relationships or your family is a good reason to talk to a therapist. Um, if you're feeling depressed and having trouble getting excited about the normal kind of everyday activities that you used to be doing, that's another good reason to go see a therapist. Uh, also, if you're abusing substances, please call somebody, get some help. Um, and and here's where we're going to get into to how to do that. So if you're feeling like you need to talk to somebody and need some help, 
I think first, uh, you have to understand that there's different kinds of therapists. So I'm not going to go into like the different forms of therapy. I think that there's a lot. And again, because I'm not an expert, I don't want to give misinformation, but there are different techniques, I guess I should say to therapy that you may be more comfortable with one versus the other. Um, but that's something that you'll have to talk to your therapist about once you find them. So let's start with that. Um, <clears throat> there are different kinds of therapists. So there are therapists with PhDs, um, the psychologists. There are therapists with masters in counseling. There are therapists with masters in social work. And there's probably others that I'm missing. I think there's um, a certain degree for marriage counseling also. I could be wrong on that. Um, so there's different kinds, and it really just depends on what you're looking for. I heard someone the other day say, like, I just knew that I wanted someone with a PhD, and that's fine. Um, personally, my therapist is a social worker, and uh, she's been amazing for me. So I think it just totally depends on what you're looking for. Um, I think also before you start looking to kind of know, do you want a male or a female? I think that's important. I again, personally prefer a female. Also, I think just kind of having in mind maybe sort of what you would like in a therapist is important. Um, now, how to find somebody. So <clears throat> you could ask for recommendation. Uh, you could ask your primary care doctor, which I'm a big proponent of everybody having a primary care doctor. So you could ask your primary care doctor for a recommendation. Ladies, you can also ask your OBGYN. I have actually found my OBGYN and the entire practice to be super helpful when it comes to mental health struggles. So I think your OBGYN is a great resource if you're feeling like you need to go talk to somebody. And then the other thing that you could do is either go on your insurance website and find out uh, who what therapists accept your insurance and your network um, and kind of narrow it down from there. So my uh, insurance does give you the option to like filter it out through male, female, um, what issues that therapist specializes in, which is something I didn't mention, but you also really want to find somebody who specializes in what you're dealing with. So mine is anxiety. When I say anxiety, I don't mean like I worry about things or I get nervous before I go speak in public. I get so anxious and think the worst case scenario about almost everything in my life. So when Tom is not home, when I think he should be, I immediately think that he got in a car accident. And I, I go through physical um, feelings too when that happens. So it's not just worst case scenario, it's that. So that's <clears throat> what I deal with. And I was specifically looking for somebody who dealt with anxiety. So if it's anxiety, if it's eating disorder, if it's substance abuse, you can kind of filter out what you want that person to specialize in. So again, your insurance website, another website to, to look for is Psychology Today. Um, that's actually the one that I used. So again, you can pick your filters. Anxiety, how many miles away from your house or your work you want this person to be. Um, male or female, and you can check off your insurance. So once you kind of look through the list, you can just 
pick a few out that maybe you want to try. Um, I would definitely recommend calling and confirming that they do accept your insurance just in case for some reason it's not the most up-to-date information because therapy is expensive, guys. And unfortunately, in our country, mental health is still something that is not, I don't know, it, there's not enough resources still. So it's expensive. Um, me personally, I only pay $25. Uh, every time I go from it with my copay, which I know $25 for some people is a lot. And I totally understand that and that not everybody is even able to afford that. Um, but for me, I'm able to make it work and it's worth it. It's, it's definitely worth it for me to put that in. So, um, yes. So you can kind of filter it out. Now, what I will say is that you may need to visit a couple before you find the one for you. And so this is where I'm going to get into my story a little bit. I started seeing my very first therapist when I was a teenager. Um, like I said, I have anxiety and have had it my entire life. My parents first realized that I had some anxiety tendencies when I was a kid. Um, the story that I always share is that when I was six, I woke my parents up in the middle of the night to tell them I didn't have my brown crayon. And I was so scared that the teacher was going to call on me and I wouldn't have my brown crayon. So <laughs> I know that sounds kind of silly, but it was keeping my six-year-old brain up at night that I would get in trouble for not having a brown crayon. And I think that that um, has just followed me through my life. Besides worst case scenario thinking, another... Um, struggle that I have is letting people down. I'm a huge people pleaser and I never want to do anything that will upset somebody. So that means I have a hard time saying no because I want to help everybody and do everything all the time to make sure that they like me or that they're accepting me or that I'm being a good person. Um, so getting in trouble in school was a huge fear of mine as a kid. I never raised my hand because I was afraid I would get the answer wrong. Uh, and that's just followed me through my life. That manifested through an eating disorder. Um, I had a binge eating disorder for most of my life. And really that was why I was in therapy as a teenager, was to deal with those issues. I also went through a pretty low period in college where I had um, just some really dark, sad times. And so, again, that's why I went to that therapist. Now, I was with that therapist from, I'm going to say 18. I might be wrong on the age until 30, 31, 30. <laughs> I don't know. Um, which is a long time. And she was amazing. She's probably listening. <laughs> She's wonderful. She was funny. She was a PhD. Um, she really helped me through a lot of that. However, if I'm being completely honest, I don't think I was always honest with her. Again, I think that's the people pleaser in me that I wanted I wanted it to look like I was doing well, like I was succeeding in therapy. And so I would just kind of pretend like I was doing okay, even if I wasn't. Um, and that's not good. <laughs> the whole point of therapy is to share how you're really feeling so that that therapist can help you. So the reason I stopped going to her is nothing that she did or... Um, really nothing that I did. It it was just, I didn't feel like it was working for me anymore. I didn't feel like I was always being honest. And it was almost like she knew me too well for me to start over and be like, hey, I don't think I'm 
sharing everything that I should be sharing with you. Um, I also kind of put things on hold when my dad got really sick. I mean, he'd been sick for five years, but when it got to the point that he was in hospice care and I was going over there a lot is probably when I stopped worrying about myself. Um, Ironically, it's also when my anxiety got worse. So uh, yeah, my anxiety was at an all-time high when my dad was really sick and then um, in the grieving period. I when he was sick, I snapped a lot at both my mom and my husband. I was just angry most of the time and not sleeping great and spending spending days in bed, but not sleeping um, and just really anxious about the whole situation. And um, another thing that I struggle with is not having control over things. And clearly, when someone is that sick, you do not have control. And I wanted him to be better, but I also wanted him to be out of pain and stop being miserable. And our lives were very, like, you woke up, you took care of dad, you went to bed. They were very mundane and difficult um, in the things that he he was dealing with. So my anxiety was at my all-time high, but I wasn't getting help. And then after he passed... I will say the grief groups I went to helped me um, as far as the grief, but my anxiety and um, with a side side helping of depression got worse. And I was pretty low um, and just anxious all the time. And so I finally decided to try to find a therapist. And so now I'm getting back to to the point of this bonus episode. And so I did what I just told you to do. I went on, I think I went on psychology today again that time. And I found a practice near my house that um, was a group practice, which is another thing. Sometimes um, therapists are their own private practice and sometimes they're out of a group practice. The one that I found at this time was out of a group practice. And I think I went to her maybe three or four times and it just didn't, it wasn't working. And what do I mean by that? Um, First of all, every time I went, I had to wait like 25 minutes. And so my appointment was running late. And then she'd kick me out. Well, not kick me out, but (laughs) tell me we were times up like right at the time. So I wasn't getting the full hour that, frankly, I was paying for. Um, And then I need, like, I needed help at that point. Oh, I really needed help. And I didn't feel like she was giving me the time of day to get it. And so that was frustrating for me. She also was very, I don't, like when I was telling her some of the things that I was worried or anxious about, she'd be like, well, it'll be, it's fine, which was not helpful. (laughs) Um, I'm just going to share this because full transparency, one of my biggest concerns is having children um, and just being able to mentally and emotionally handle it. And I told her that she was like, I think you'll be great. And just no, no like coping mechanisms or kind of walking through like why I felt that way. I don't know. Just very complacent. So I stopped going to see her. Um, and that's what I mean when I say you might have to try somebody out a few times because she was not a good fit. At the first meeting, it may have seemed like she was great, but it just wasn't a good fit. So then I let several months, almost a year go by. 
where again, I was struggling but wasn't getting the help, which I do not recommend. (laughs) I recommend that if you need to talk to somebody, you go and talk to somebody. I relied heavily on my coworkers, um, my husband, and um, that's about it. (laughs) My mom a little bit, but my mom dealing with her own stuff. um, I didn't really lean into her that much. And I don't recommend that because, again, they're not professionals. And even though they were super helpful to me, I needed to talk to a professional. And I knew that. Um, And so I broke down one day and said, okay, I need to find somebody else. I need to take care of myself. I need to do this. And so, again, I think I went on psychology today, typed in my insurance um, that I was looking for somebody who uh, dealt with anxiety and Grief, I believe I put as as one of my filters um, and a female. And I found another practice, which I was a little leery of because the woman that I found the first time was through a practice and the timing and the schedule. And it just felt felt at that practice like they were herding cattle. And so I was a little nervous about a practice again that it would feel the same way. Um, But something just felt different immediately from the intake. So What's happened for me, and this may be different depending on who you find, is you talk to like a receptionist first about your insurance and really what you're looking for. Um, and they matched me with a therapist who is a social worker. And I made my first appointment and she has been amazing for me. A really good fit. I've seen her. I'm trying to think how many times I've seen her only to give you a perspective of how I know she's a good fit. I would say six or seven times um, by now. And she just has opened my eyes to things that I never thought about before and also has given me coping mechanisms that nobody else has ever given me before. So I love her. (laughs) I really, really, really have felt lucky that I found her. And after the first few weeks when I kind of knew this was a good fit, I started texting some of my friends like, hey, I found a therapist. Have you guys yet? And while that may not seem like normal conversation for 30-year-olds, it's something that I believe strongly in. So that's my story. That's how I found my therapist. That's how you could find a therapist. Again, there's different ways to do it. But I just want to drive home, and you'll hear me say this in probably a couple of the interviews that... If you need help, if this is too overwhelming for you to deal with on your own and you want to talk to somebody about whatever it is you're going through, get the help. It is so worth it. I have noticed a change. Now, not every day is great. I'll say that. I still really struggle. However, she's given me the tools and the coping mechanisms that I can lean on when I do struggle. And I will also say, I will be continuing to see her. (laughs) I've only seen her a handful of times, you just heard me say. And even though I know it's a good fit and she's helping me and I'm finding a lot of tools with her, that doesn't mean I'm fine. Um, I'll probably be going to therapy. I'm going to assume the rest of my life and I'm okay with that. I think one of the biggest things that people do by mistake, and I am 100% guilty of this, is thinking, okay, well, I feel better now, so I guess I can stop going. No, no, no. (laughs) You need to keep going because things will come up that may um, set you backwards or you may just need to continue having that person to talk to. 
So I cannot stress enough to go get the help if you need it. If cost is an issue, I I know that there are some free resources out there. I haven't um, done a whole lot of looking into that, but it's a simple Google search of free or low cost mental health services near me. Um, if time is your issue, there are a lot of therapists that will work around your schedule. Some work later evenings because you work. Some um, you can go on your lunch hour. And that's why I say like you can find someone close to your home or close to your work, whatever works best for you. There are online therapy programs. Um, Talkspace is probably the most popular. I tried it. It it didn't work for me. Um, it might work for you. It, I'm not saying that it's not going to work for you. I needed to talk to somebody in person. That's just what I needed for me. However, if scheduling is an issue for you, Talkspace might be something that you could look into. It really could be something that you could um, you could use. So that is an option. Um, if you're concerned of like, I don't know if I want to go tell this stranger all my problems. It's their job. <laughs> they are literally employed to listen to you. And so they are not there to judge you. No matter what you're going through, no matter what you've done, no matter what you're worried about, they will not judge you. They are they're just there to listen and give you tools to help you get through whatever it is that you're battling. So I will just say that yes, therapy is worth it. Yes, you are worth it. That is something I want all of you to know is that you are worth getting the help. And if you're busy and are taking care of kids or your family members or an elderly parent and just think, I can't possibly do this for myself, you are wrong. I hate to tell you that, but you're wrong because this sounds super cliche, but you're not going to be able to take care of the people around you if you are not being taken care of. I can't stress that enough. You're going to burn out. And if you burn out, it could cause more issues. So you are worth getting the help. It is worth it. I promise. And again, you may have to try a few people before you find a therapist that really fits for you. But once you find that person, I think you're going to see a whole lot of things open up for you. And to me, that's exciting for you. And I want that for you. Um, <clears throat> I think we all deserve it. I'm going to end this here because I don't want to babble on too long and repeat myself. But if you have questions, feel free to email shinealightpod at gmail.com. We are on Facebook and Instagram at Shine a Light Podcast. You can always send a message there. And let's just keep this conversation going, guys. If you have a story to share or have something that you want to talk about on the podcast or want me to cover, feel free to reach out. So, all right. I hope to hear from a lot of you soon, and I hope that you are getting the help that you may need.